Welcome to another episode of Dads Worldwide. I'm Brendan, and I'm doing my intro now because I'm a meathead and didn't start my episode, my live, with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, only four years, celebrating four years, Dads Worldwide, still can't get an episode clean. What are you going to do? Hey, I had a great time, did a live, uh, I had a guy jump on with me, I call him Scanners, he decided to call himself Son of Biden <laughs> on there, but we talk from everything through Bigfoot, uh, UFOs, uh, Memorial Day, like all kinds of different stuff, it was a fun little episode, it was a live, so uh, I did, you know, try to do some Instagram in there, did not go well, but what are you going to do, that's the way lives go, uh, Thank you for sticking with me for four years. If you've been here for four years, hey, if you've been here for one episode, I appreciate appreciate you as well. Thanks for listening. Later. Dads Worldwide. The first word in family management, family budgeting, insurance, bills, food, vacations, research and development, homework, emails, phone calls. Last week we tried to do an oil change and ended up with a new car. Security. Doors are locked. Windows shut. House alarm is set. Fingerless gloves. Dads worldwide. Loyal listeners, possibly you. Hello, hello, hello. Man, I, I haven't gone live in quite a while. I also haven't recorded an episode in quite a while. So I think I said, uh, why not? Why not? Why not celebrate four years of doing a podcast that I really enjoy? Uh, and, uh, and celebrate the fact that stuck with it for four years. So, um, it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Not always easy, but a lot of fun. Really enjoy it. Met a lot of great people. Uh, what's up, Dustin? Crow? What's going on? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm live on Instagram. Uh, I'm live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Twitch, I don't do too much. No one wants to see me on Twitch. Um, I guess I'm just too dad for Twitch. I don't know. I don't know. I'm definitely not racy enough. I don't say crazy things. That's not true. I do say some crazy shit. So, <laughs> can you hear me on Instagram? I hope you can, um, because God, why my camera so dark? It's crazy. DTD podcast. What's up? Congratulations, my man. Thanks for all you do. Get out of here. You're the man, Dustin. Thank you. Um, Dustin from the DTD podcast, DJ, sorry, DJ, uh, from the DTD podcast. Awesome. Awesome show. He does, uh, I, I mean, the show's just crazy good. You think he'd have a team behind him doing all the stuff he does. Uh, he's, he's just, he's so great. So he's taught me a lot as far as podcasting goes, as far as going live goes. So, uh, so check out his podcast. DTD podcast. I want to do another shout out. A podcast that I've really uh, started to enjoy lately. It's called, uh, for all you trades people out there, uh, Tradesman Confidential uh, with Josh Brandt and Greg Giroux. 
they they talk about the trades. They talk about things that are going on in the trades, and it's 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 eye opening. Some of the things that you know they uh, you know they go into the business side of things as well, which I really enjoy. Uh, so, uh, if, if you're a trades person and, and it's mostly comical, they, they, they're, they're very funny guys. Uh, uh, I was on the show for, uh, oh man, it was a while ago, but, uh, I'm not saying this cause I was on it. Even if I were, even if I had been on it and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't really like it. I just wouldn't say anything. So there, there you go. So, uh, oh, we have a guest here on, uh, Daz Worldwide, four-year anniversary edition. Woo! Here we go. Happy four years, Brendan. What's up? Thank you, sir. Thank you, son of Biden. <laughs> I know I you're that. loving the name. I love the name. I love the name. It's fantastic. Um, for all of you on Instagram, well, I think it's just DJ there. Uh, you can't see my guests because I'm using my phone to uh, to actually record this. Ghetto so. tech. I like it. Yeah, I'm like I'm like super... Super. Here we go. Here we go. Bam. There we Let go. Let me give a shout out to Big Buck and Empire and Still yes. Chicken Tony, as always. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, those guys. Uh, those guys actually brought me out to uh, Iowa last year, uh, and uh, Nebraska and uh, the false yeah, Midwest. If I can say it's all about Ohio, I, I have to interject <laughs> there. <laughs> Hey, I'm not going to argue the Midwest. You know, I'm I'm from New England, so I have nothing to say about the Midwest. What am I going to? How am I going to add to any of that? Any of that? So, um, but uh, are, are you in Ohio? Is that why yes, you're? Or, that is where I'm currently residing. Nice, nice. I, I don't want to get doxxed, so I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty. But no, no, sure no. I would, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please do not do that. Do not do that. But uh, yeah, I think uh, these, I think year one, I found Big Buck and uh, Dad's Worldwide. And uh, I, I actually, uh, Phil uh, reminded me of uh, a kid that I grew up with. Uh, if, if you can believe it, there's more than one person that acts like, yeah, that Phil acts like, or acts like Phil or, yeah, I don't know. Is as boisterous, and uh, it's uh, I actually like that really what endeared me to uh, to Big Bucket, and then the more and more I, I listened and uh, took part in the the uh, Thursday Thursdays at the time, I, I uh, yeah, uh, the more and more I love those guys, so uh, yeah, it was, it was they're a real blast. So, so folks, check out that show, check out that show. So, what are you up to, man? How was your Memorial Day? I went to a cookout and bought a lot of beer and ended up passing out because of the heat. Just sort of falling asleep on a hammock and like we ended up leaving like seven Michelob Amber box and like a shit ton of dos these weird Dosekis like mixed drinks. And like it was like we bought all this beer, probably spent like 40, 50 bucks on alcohol, and then like no one really drank it. So it's gonna be there for the fourth. So yeah, that was uh don't want to say it was a waste of money because we'll be revisiting it in a few short weeks, but it's like, well, fuck, go. dude. That's awesome, man. Uh, I I also drank a little bit on Memorial Day. <laughs> Just a little. Actually, the day before. We had a pool party at a friend's house. I may have disappeared most of the beers that I brought there. Uh, so, uh, I wish but, that were the case, but with the heat, you're going to end up like 
passing out and you're you're gonna have dry mouth and it's like a never-ending cycle of going to the restroom peeing taking water it it, it doesn't stop you know sucks all right i gotta i gotta uh sorry i gotta do technical difficulties here um welcome to fatherhood uh pod came in on instagram what's good man yeah it's that's good podcasting is good going live is good I'm, i'm a happy guy uh, cannot hear the other side. Okay, so I'm gonna have to end the I'm gonna have to end the Instagram live because otherwise, uh, well, actually, let me try just killing my Bluetooth here. All right, we'll try that again. Sorry about this. Uh, we'll try that again. Rodecaster Pro. Here we go. Okay. All right, son of Biden, give me a. Give me a sentence. See if these guys can hear you. Something. Give me something. Can you hear me? Hello. I <laughs> am Tom. <laughs> You're Tom. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Did I get that? Entiendes inglés y español? Yo hablo español. Sí. No, it still, it still doesn't work. You just seem like a crazy person talking to themselves in the basement. Nope. Yeah. Your basement. Well, I am. I am actually a crazy person talking. I mean, I am talking to somebody else. I'm. I'm talking. But yeah, yeah, I am a crazy person. So, all right. Well, I'm ending Instagram live because my phone's not cooperating. So, here we go. Got an update that shit, man. I don't know what the heck's going on. Usually it works. So I'm. uh, Bye bye now. Now don't share that. That was awful. All right. Cool. All right. And there we go. So uh so you passed out. Uh you got really hot. Uh yeah. So we we went on Sunday, we were at a pool party and it was it was warm. And even for New England, man, it was great though. Like uh uh the the pool was uh, 80 degrees, but it still felt like it was 40. Uh but uh we had a great time. Great time uh in uh great food so what uh what fare did you have at your barbecue standard Um, american fare hot dogs uh pasta salad uh burgers i mean it wasn't like it was back in az where you like spanish rice uh boy wasada kind of you sell like just different so it's more you know american food so yeah it's all good still eating regardless i do miss the discadas man the discos and just the crazy amount uh i'll never forget the first time so so uh do you know what i'm talking about the discada discos no i do not okay so it's basically like a giant walk right and then what they do is they basically throw everything but the kitchen sink in this walk and then throughout the evening, you're just grabbing tortillas and you're just like like hamburg, hot dogs, you know, spices. And you're just throughout the whole evening, like you're just mowing on this. Like you're just you like you grab a tortilla, warm it up on the side and then you're scooping, throwing it on there. It's kind of analogous to a casserole, maybe or like. No, it's like it's like uh, it's like street tacos. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, it's like you make it in like this giant walk, and it, but it's but it's like its own little 
it's on its own stand. It's it's got like a burner, like a. Uh, I have like zero familiarity with like Asian food. That's not my forte. So no, no, no. This is this is Mexican. No, a wok. W o k is what I think oh, of. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's just a giant cast iron dish, basically, or okay. frying pan. Yeah. Sorry, frying pan. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that would help if you don't if you don't know what a wok is, then you're not going to understand what a disco is. <laughs> this guy. And I don't even know if it's like a legit term or if it's slang. Like I don't know. It's like what a you know. I I went over to my buddy's house. He's like, yeah, everyone has these. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, I don't have them, but I'm not from El Paso, Texas either. So you know. Yeah, that um, they have their own tradition of Mex, like Tex-Mex is its own thing, which is I, I'm not familiar. I would I would love to try it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. They have their own food tradition. I'm I'm more from like Southwest, like Mexican, like Southwest. Um, some new mexican style and uh mostly uh coast like southern mex southern so- socal mexican food i don't know anything about like they, they they probably do their own thing that's totally different yeah oh yeah probably i yeah no doubt there well i mean even mexico if you look at mexico you know the northern part of mexico and the southern part of mexico two completely different people oh yeah you know um so but yeah the i I don't know where my friend's uh, family originated. I don't know if it comes from that part of Mexico or it's just an El Paso thing. I don't know. Because like we're, we're like the, the Mexicans I grew up with, I don't think they would mix food like that, like mix meats and that, that sort of fashion. But I don't know. That's just that's just the cuisine that I, I'm familiar with in yeah. Arizona. They would look down on the El Pasoans that did that, spit on them. <laughs> no, no. Again, they they all have their different traditions and like how yeah, they yeah. Cook no, and stuff like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. It uh, it's. I, I mean it. It was pretty good. I don't like hot dogs, but they like they threw hot dogs in it. There was onions, garlic. Like I mean, it was just like it was just this mash of food, beans, I'm sure it's good. And stuff like that. I mean, it was great. I mean, it was really good. Especially you're like, come on, you're like eight beers deep. Right, you're you know you got the munchies. You Meat know, is the only thing that fixes that. Oh like, my I'm god! Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you sit there and warm up a tortilla on the side of that thing, and then you're like, and then you just scoop that stuff in. Oh god! Oh yeah, it so just good. tastes good. I, I, I know that feeling. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I do miss those days. That's what I missed about the Southwest, like the the bar the barbecues, the carne asada. Um, I don't know why. The carne asada is different down there, but there's a taco place near me that does killer carne asada tacos. Like legit. I mean, up here in Ohio, it's a little sweeter versus like I, I prefer mine a little bit grilled and a little bit burned. But I mean, yeah. like, oh yeah, it's a matter of preference. Yep. Yeah, these guys are like Southern California. Like, okay, then I I know how it tastes. It's gonna yeah. have a little bit of cit- a citrus base to it, but yeah, it's still probably good. Yeah, really good. And then they do a chipotle like mayonnaise type thing on not mayonnaise, you know what I'm talking about, like a cream sauce type thing. I don't know, but then they do red sauce too. And oh my god, that's out of this world. It's great. It's great. I I go and get a taco there every every time I'm anywhere near it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um but uh do you have a pool? I'm curious. We do not have a pool. Oh god, consider yourself the closest to pool is in Ellet and like going a little bit more like I think east, but yeah. So where do no, you guys go for the summer to like cool down? Uh I mean like I 
ideally, I wanted to take her to like uh, the like Ohio has a coast, believe it or not. It's going up towards Toledo and Mich- the Michigan area. I didn't even know, like, so we went to the Toledo M- Museum of Art, and I was like dumbfounded to see that there was like Lake Erie and there's like a coast there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was nuts to me. And like, it's basically just one gigantic inland sea. And I was like, for me, in the middle of like a like Ohio, I was like, wow, that's fucking cool. Yeah. I'd like to go there, and it probably wouldn't be that expensive, but just haven't done it yet. Yeah. To keep cool, I mean, <laughs> keep the AC on in the apartment. That's really it. Yeah, <laughs> we spray each other with like a, a spray bottle every now and then. No. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there, there's like hotels and there's like pools here. I mean, like when I'm back at home, you jump in the Colorado River, which is shrinking. But I mean, that's what we would do back home in Arizona. But like here, for some reason, they have an aversion to like fresh flowing water especially when the cuyahoga river has caught fire because of the chemicals in there so it's like what? It, it, I, that that was what happened in the past is what she told me but like yeah again back home it's you jump in the colorado river like that that's oh, really yeah. it. You swim but here i i, I don't know if they just because of a bad experience with their water source but i don't know like they, they don't they, they don't want to jump in the cuyahoga Maybe Lake Erie. I, I haven't actually swam in Lake Erie, so I couldn't tell you how that is. Yeah. I I I don't think I've ever seen a Great Lake now that I think about it. No, I don't think I have. The um yeah, up here freshwater is like I for me that's where it's at. Like lakes and that and that's when I lived in the southwest. That was the one thing I missed about New England was the 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 lakes and the rivers and actually camping and seeing trees and not, <laughs> and not bobcats or not bobcats, like uh, actual like mountain lions. Jesus. Yeah. I've seen one once. And that was when I was taking my ACT. Uh, we were driving down to Yuma, which is like, right. You, you know, that it's right. Like right on the fucking border. Yeah. And I was like 17 at the time. And it was like five in the morning. And I was listening to just music on my CD player. And then like, out of nowhere, I see this brown shape cross the road, and I had it one solid look, and I knew it was a mountain lion because of how solid brown it was. It was gone in an instant, but I knew what I saw. It was crossing oh, the road, yeah. probably hunting, and that's the only time in my life I've ever, I've never seen a, uh, never seen it before or since. And I was like, wow, it's like a split second, once in a lifetime thing, and I've never forgotten that moment in my entire life. <laughs> we were driving down a dirt road uh, in. I was around like Timberon, New Mexico, and it's like in the middle of nowhere. It has a population of I don't know, like seventy people, maybe a hundred people. Uh, they had one, so if they have a little general store, and if you go there, they have pictures of the mountain lion that was stalking the school children. And oh shit! Yeah, the game wardens uh, were like, "Yeah, you kill it, do what you got to do." And, um, and, uh, so two of the, two of the guys, uh, in the morning when the kids were waiting in the school bus, the thing was kind of stalking them. So they went to where they, uh, they were seeing the cat and the cat took off and they're like, all right, well, we'll try again tomorrow. So they turn around and they walk back to the truck and the cat was waiting at the truck for him <laughs> and they shot him there. So. Yeah, but they said the cat weighed about 250 pounds. Yeah. 
I can mean, uh, can you I, imagine? I can't imagine that. It's crazy. I don't want to see them die, but if they're targeting children, I mean, oh yeah, it's yeah. just a case of you know you have to protect the kids' lives, which it is what it is. Absolutely, absolutely. I've never seen a lynx. I've never seen a bobcat. Like in my, like we went to the Cleveland uh, Zoo, and that was the first time in my entire life. I, and I I know they they kind of varied based on like their uh, terrain and environment, but that was the first time I'd ever seen one. My uncle, who's from who's lived in Arizona longer than I have, has seen like three or four times. I was like, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've seen a bobcat up here. I've not. I saw a mountain lion when I was in New Mexico. Uh, just same as you did. Like it's, it crossed the road in a single bound. It was like so quick. Boom, they're gone. I was like, what the hell was that? This is the first time I realized that there are actual mountain lions in New Mexico. Like I had no idea. Like, <laughs> I, like. I mean, if we weren't here, they would probably be one of the top predators on land. I mean, oh like- for sure. Yeah, there's they they're well adapted. They can live in South America, here. I mean, there's like any type of terrain they can master. It's crazy how adaptable they are. But even it be even in New England, they would be in New England for sure. Like they they they, they definitely would be in New England, and it um and it wouldn't be surprised if there are one or two out there. But they um they uh in northern Vermont, they say that they they have one out there, but I think it's just a really bobcat <laughs> it's uh, there's no way to know i mean i yeah. they're so adaptable I, I wouldn't be surprised but again you'd have to uh, in that case that further up northeast you would need like a photo but i mean i don't i'm not surprised yeah oh yeah for sure now yeah. bigfoot that is one we can have a conversation about you Ooh, know bigfoot i interviewed a bigfoot hunter twice so yes I am well versed in interviewing a Bigfoot hunter, but that's about it. <laughs> so uh, he came on the show and uh, he wrote a couple books. I read I read the books, and I was shocked to find out that so Lemonster State Forest in Lemonster, Massachusetts, has been home to a bunch of sightings of Bigfoot, which is literally about twenty minutes from my house. I had no idea, completely like blown away. Uh, so he, he's a great guy, Ronnie LeBlanc. He's got a show on travel channel expedition, Bigfoot. Uh, so he, he came on the show a couple of times. Very, I mean, I, it's like one of those things. It's like aliens, right? Like you, you've never seen it. So for me, it's very hard to believe in it. He believes in it flat out. Like he believes that it is, it's real flat out is real. So where are you stand, man? Where do you stand? For the longest time, when like in my young, like even up to like probably like eighteen, I, I would have thought that there would have been something, and that it would have just been a matter of time and finding a d like a credible DNA sample that you can trace back to Australoathropithecus africanus or like some like early hominid that can match it, or droppings or some bone that's close to us, but like a little bit more remote in the development of like early homo, like, like early primates, you know, but we still haven't found it. So it's like, it's probably not realistic. Those, uh, the, the sightings are probably of just mistaken identity of a bear or just people making it up. You can break down those sightings to probably 
all any different explanation but yeah there's there's just not any real credibility in the in the united states you know well i, I would we... like that to be the, the opposite you know i would love there to be something that we haven't seen so we oh, could I... have like a whole hundred years of just people going out there and trying to find these things studying them mapping mapping out their their behavior because if they're primates they're going to be more towards the human side of intelligence you know but and that would open up like a whole bunch of different questions of like how did they develop are they closer to to homo sapiens as opposed to neanderthal or any of these other like extinct primates but no we we just don't have that so i'm gonna lean towards they probably don't exist well what about the patterson gimlin film i mean were were you there? Were was anyone there to document what exactly what he saw? I mean, I would probably lean towards hoax, but I, I don't know. It's yeah. been a minute. Like I, I remember, like again, I, I watched a, a shit ton of History Channel when I was a a teenager, and I, I've seen that footage ten, twenty times. But it's like, I mean, maybe he was out there with a tall friend in an ape suit. I, there's no way to know. Yeah, the. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up, see if we can get it going. Um, yeah, I I I like you. I've seen it dozens of times, and I I don't know. I really don't know. So it it's although again, Austin's razor. If it's probably too good to be true, it's yeah. probably a hoax. You know. Again, yeah, like you you would find something. For as long as the findings of Sasquatch have been going on, all these sightings and like testimonials, there would have been something at some point, whether it would have been droppings or some hair sample that we could trace back to an earlier hominid. It it would have been something, yeah. That gets way too human, man. Right? We know a chimp, or we know we we know a gorilla when they stand upright. That's way too human. It seems like stiff. Like you know what I mean. Like a gorilla when it stands doesn't have their knees bend at the joint like that. But it's yeah. But it says stabilize. What does stabilize mean? Let's see if they get another one that's like not been. Like you, like you know when a great ape, an orangutan, or a gorilla stands up, they don't have. I don't think they have the joint bend like we do. Yeah, right here at our oh. kneecap. So, but I mean, the question is, oh, save money on your electric bill. Thanks. Skip that. For me, it's most likely a hoax. You first saw her just across the oh, creek. Oh, there's Bob right there. Bob, like from here across the creek. When I first saw her, she was standing upright. Grab another beer. All right. I thought, you know, this is this is unreal. The way it was moving, the massive muscles. Roger had the camera up to his eyes, and he stumbled and fell. Or you can see the the shakiness part. I rode across the creek. 
got off the horse and took my rifle out of the scabbard in case I had to make a shot. She made that turn to look. Kept right on walking. She went on up out of sight up that canyon. Oh man, how do I stop oh, this? Good I'm grief. Holy. Knock it off. Jeez, Lord. Uh oh. Yeah, I I don't know. It's. <sighs> yeah, I don't believe it. <laughs> the more and more I watch it, I'm like, ah, I don't know about that. You know, uh, if you were to ask me if there's some undiscovered, like, ape species out in the middle of like the Malaysian or like Vietnamese jungle. I would probably say that's more realistic, but it probably wouldn't be a great ape. It'd probably be like some weird monkey species or something, but yeah. Oh, yeah. I think there's plenty of the world that we still don't have a clue about. I mean, look at they just... Oh, for sure, the ocean. The bottom yeah, of the ocean. We know nothing about that. There's probably, like... some... there's probably something out there but that once we see it, it's going to reshape our... Uh how we view nature well i mean even even in the last what five years like all the giant squids that have like started sh showing up on shore and stuff like that people are like blown away by it uh and then uh even submarines are going further and deeper you know unmanned submarines are going deeper and deeper and taking pictures of all the different creatures down there and, and that type of thing so i i, I mean i I mean, they're exploring more and more, but they're never, I don't know if they'll ever get all of it, right? It's so dark down there. How do you? I mean, there are tube worms in there that feed on the methane deposits that come up from underneath the earth that they live like multiple centuries, dude. It's crazy. That's yeah. And they, they, they find water, like underwater, like lakes that it's so salty that they stand out from the ocean. They're their own, like, like, like water cycle down. It, it, it's crazy what we've, what, what we've seen down there. I remember watching this one on the uh, Travel Channel. It was this. Uh, it, it was a type of shark, but uh, once it came in view of the camera, the thing's head it was estimated to be about twenty six to forty feet long, and it scared yeah. off the fish because of its size. It, it was a type of basking shark, but they haven't found out much information about it. It, it was crazy, man. There's That's some crazy cool. shit down there. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. You gotta find some abyss type stuff. Um, yeah. I, as far as Bigfoot goes, I mean, there's just, and then I don't know. I, I I'm actually I'm actually more apt to lean towards like alien sightings. Oh yeah, me too. You know, like or not sightings, but like the aliens being real. I mean, with all like the crazy crafts that are like out there, like I, I just feel like that's there's at least way more evidence uh, towards the positive than bigfoot like like you would think you would think there'd be a skull found or a bone right like there'd be, there'd be something yeah. i mean with all the hunters in the world that go out and like walk miles and miles and miles you're telling me they don't find anything these things just and then i start hear people talk about like interdimensional travel and stuff like that that big that's why they don't find bigfoot stuff and i'm like oh come on <laughs> like, now you're just coming I think up. there are two different components to this question mm -hmm. i think that one, we are in such a remote aspect of the Milky Way galaxy. We're in like 
the middle of the Orion's arm in the Milky Way. Like we're, we're a backwater, basically. We're not towards the core. We're just sort of there. I also think that, I mean, like, even if we don't find anything, the fact that once we end up spreading outside of the solar system and we can master interstellar travel, we're going to end up creating our, uh, like, different variants of human beings and they're going to end up branching off. So inevitably, the question of we are alone will be irrelevant. Different aspects of the human species are going to branch out and then travel further enough and branch out and become something beyond what we are now, you know? And yeah. I mean, that, that's not answering the question, are we alone? But at some point in deep time, we won't be because if we survive mastering space travel, it'll just be a question of what clade of humanity survives, you know, and, and spreads out. That That's really it. So, it's just a question of time, and Earth has been around six point billions of years. Yeah, it, it's just a matter of time. I don't know why it reminded me of this this movie that I watched. It was really really weird, uh, like Titan AE maybe or Titan. Long time. I was a kid when that came out. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, something like that. I don't yeah, know. the villains were called the Dredge. Yeah. It. it, it yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't know why it reminded me of that. But yeah, it, I, I how? But that's gonna take a while, right? Like we can barely we can barely even get to the moon. Again. What, what 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 does a while matter? I mean, like we've been around for twelve thousand years as the human species. Earth is billions of years old. It, it doesn't time means nothing. Like yeah, it, we, I want to. Hey, listen, I want to see this shit. What the hell, man? We won't. We, we just won't. <laughs> yeah. Will not. I mean, that's it's, what I was we'll getting. Us. <laughs> that's what I was getting at. I won't, but that's not fair. I want to see it. <laughs> I, I mean, completely agree. I mean, uh, we, wrong. we will live it. long enough to be to see us become interplanetary, interstellar, so? intergalactic. Will take even longer. But again, it, it won't matter once you leave the Milky Way. There's no way that light and the messages that you send from the intergalactic medium will ever reach the home planet in time. So it yeah. doesn't really matter at that point. You're, you're talking millions of years. So it's just relative. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, I, I mean, we have, I mean, think about when the internet came by, right. And how in computing and even home computer, home computers, the last what, 30 years just have, just have gotten, it's like compounded. It's just gotten better and better and better each and every year. And it like they'll they'll triple in speed, double in speed. They'll just like they're constantly getting better. I mean, it. I guess I'm asking, like, at what point do we get to quantum? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was an inside joke. Sorry. Um, so, <laughs> if you're asking my input, it, it's probably just a matter of time. I mean. The way a machine thinks and grows, as you pointed out, is exponentially beyond even our own. The human mind is, is a complex and vast thing in of itself. But once you start creating AI and as it naturally evolves over time, it's going to be just beyond us, dude. Yeah. Again, if they choose to wipe us out, that's that's their own choice. <laughs> I, I think in, in a way the uh, human mind is restrictive. 
because it doesn't have that way you know it, it only thinks as you know what do you understand what i'm saying it's, it's like, limited to the space in our skulls yeah yeah and it's it, and it's limited almost to what we know like the, the the you know people that envision envision better and bigger things are there those people are rare you know the 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 people that um you know inventors people that are actually really smart <laughs> those people are rare uh so i but even so i'm saying compute what I, what I was getting at is computers just ex like you said exponentially like just they blew up they blew up like now you have a computer in your hand it's craziness why why has space travel seemed to stall it seems like you know it well, like this oh. i mean it's just lack of government investment again once the challenger blew up i mean it's like do we really want to see people die but again like we're at the point where foreign companies, whether or not SpaceX or NASA succeed, there's going to be some type of investment in that that's just going to blow up at some point. Again, yeah. it's just a matter of time. We're seeing this as a matter of like a Twitch debate and like saying like, oh, we should invest in this or not. But it's really just a matter of time. There are so much resources and stuff outside of the earth that someone's going to map find that out and like find the most profitable way to do it it doesn't have to be a, a corporation it doesn't have to be a state it can be any funding or any merger of the two you know it, it, it's really just a matter of time and we, we keep trying to have this issue as a policy debate but it, it's going to happen at some point and it, it, it's kind of irrelevant to me whether it's musk or the united states government we're, we're going to have to do it <laughs> Well, I I think interesting that you say that. I think uh, I've seen there's companies out there who are talking about mining asteroids because of all the rare metals that are on the asteroids. Like just one small asteroid could be worth like a billion dollars. See, but I, I was watching this really good documentary about it and they were like, oh, there's so much in this that it would destroy the world economy because there's so much to extract. It's like, just just do it. I mean, the incentive is there. I mean, you could fund a whole colony of humans going into space from that. Who cares if it destroys the economy? That's us going further than the Earth. That should be an incentive beyond a monetary one, just humanity going further than we are now. But we are so short-sighted in capitalism to have some like mythic incentive. Oh, we can enrich our shareholders. It's like, fuck, dude, just do it. <laughs> Well, I mean, if they had shareholders and investors, they I'm pretty sure those people would want them to make them more money than they could ever want. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure that would be a motivator, like to to go do it. It's know? a motivator temporarily, but like again, they're not considering the people that eventually have to live on a colony in outer space, you know. They see it as a voluntary contract. I, I know it stems from that, but it, it, it's like once you do that i mean it, it's not some zero-sum game they have to live off that you know beyond their yeah the, the riches that they attain in their finite lifespan absolutely absolutely but the but again i mean that's uh the well i mean the investors and the shareholders are going to motivate that to happen and whether, there's such a whether or not they can in that in that chain i mean what like once we realize we can do that 
it's just they're go- they're going to be able to do it way cheaper by like these probes that are self-replicating and like just the progeny that adapt to space they're going to be doing it for pennies on the dollar versus what the investors did so you can make the argument that the investors were the foothold for that but they're going to be like how we look at the gold rush people in like california and vegas that they were paupers to what we're being able to do now or how we look at middle-aged kings being hardly better living than middle-class americans you know it'll just they'll be at best a footnote in history yeah i mean if they can figure out how to get unmanned spacecrafts to asteroids to mine them i mean that would be von neumann probes yeah yeah i mean and that would be that would be ideal than having a colony try to live on one of those things, right? I mean, do you, do you really think that those von Neumann probes are going to look back and say, "Oh, Elon Musk was why we're in here in the first place"? They don't give a fuck. No, of course I not. mean, it, it's like we give two shits about the cave painters in like Madrid or like early hominids. We we we, we exist. No one cares about what like we we just are at the end of the day. Yeah, no, 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 no arguments there. I'm just saying that that would that would be more ideal than sending a person or persons up there to colonize a, an asteroid so they could mine oh, it. Not. You know what I mean? Almost certainly <laughs> not. No, we'll, we'll be so far in the future by then. It'll probably be machine, and they can drag it in. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how things are going to unfold. That's so far <laughs> beyond you or I. I agree. I agree. But it's a fun conversation. I mean, it's it's it, it's interesting. I mean, I never even thought of this as being even a possibility. But now there are companies out there who are exploring actually trying to get funding in order to do it. Like, you know, like, you know, how do you stop an asteroid from flying? Right. Or, you know, or disintegrating into nothing before you can mine it. Right. Like, this is all like, you know, th- this is crazy. This is but. You know, it takes crazy people to think of this stuff. So, all right, man. Well, I, man, we went full circle. We started talking about Memorial Day, talking about Mexican food, um, space travel, and Bigfoot. I mean, we to asteroid mining. There you go. Asteroid mining. I mean, this is great. This is great. So, for sure. Um, well, hey, man, thanks for jumping on with me. I really appreciate it. As always, brother, take care of yourself. Have All a good right. stream. Thank you, sir. You too, man. Bye. Take it easy. Bye. All right, folks. Listen up. Uh, not only can you find me on Dads Worldwide, you can find me on Basement Dads Podcast with John Svedezi. Uh We talk about other stuff. And then uh, also... A show dropping tonight, Audacity of Freedom. Um, it's kind of where I get all my political nonsense out. Uh, Chicken and I uh, have been doing uh, audio only for a while, but now we're jumping into video as well. So uh, check us out on Rumble. And uh, we. I think our second show is premiering tonight. So check that out. Check that video out. Please give us a like, a subscribe. Uh, you know, uh, all these shows. And um, if you wouldn't mind, share with a friend. That would be ever so wonderful. Uh, I want to say most of all, thank you to all the guests. I keep hitting my boom. 
and it keeps making so much noise. I hate this thing. This is why I never set it up before. Uh, uh, I want to thank uh, a lot of the people that have helped me out over the last four years. Um, there's too many to, to name uh, the guests that have been really fantastic in giving me their time. Uh, some of them hours, <laughs> uh, but even just an hour of their time, uh, it's much appreciated. Uh, I love this podcast. I'm going to keep doing it. I get to talk about my kids, my family. Uh, I get to talk about just the most random stuff. And I still uh, am getting hate mail. So the the ever so loyal hate mailer is back. Uh, I will be reading that uh, at some point. Not tonight. Not tonight. Wait till I get a few more. Make it more of a show. And uh, we'll get it there. So don't forget to check out Audacity of Freedom. Much appreciated. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making four years pretty awesome for me. I appreciate it. Later. Dads worldwide. Loyal listeners. Possibly you. you.